Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, Tommy, how are you today? Good. How are you, Kathy? I'm okay. I had a crazy day. What and happened? I'll tell you in a second, but I wanted to. Aren't you curious of who we have on the call? I am a little, yes. Today, I haven't even told you anything. I feel like I tell other people more. You just show up, and I think it's better that way. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I just show up. Yeah. Do my uh, thing and leave. Exactly. I posted an ad on Craigslist San Francisco. A couple ads. In the same, you know, typical places. Casual encounters, romance, women for men, that kind of shit. And um, I got a lot of responses. I've done it in other From San Francisco? Totally, yeah. It was as Mm -hmm. good as New York. Um, And I had a guy that I was obsessed with. (laughs) Seriously. And he didn't want to call in. And um, his pro- he's not calling in. He um, he has this issue where his ween, his dick, his cock. I don't know what word you want to use. Sure. For. I like ween. Ween? Ween. Yeah, because it's not sexual. I like cock if it's like sexual ween. If junk? It's not. What junk, junk is junk? Like junk in the trunk? No, like my junk. Okay, well, his junk, this was his problem. <laughs> his junk... Okay, and supposedly he was like a prominent dude in San Francisco, um, so he couldn't call in because people would know his voice. Did you tell him the show was called Strictly Anonymous? Yeah, and I even begged him because he was so good and his story was so interesting to me. I was like, I could use, you know, I really don't want to get him on to make fun of him. Like, this is the stuff that's interesting to me. I was like, we'll put an effect on your voice. I could totally do that on GarageBand. I could affect people's voices okay. so they, they sound like, you know, on day Like they had like a that. tracheotomy yeah, or something? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, mm. so it could really be even that anonymous. But he wasn't into it. This was his... Um, Email. Uh, the subject line said no fishing, which was hilarious once you hear his problem. It's like, I have a, raj- a rather unusual problem that I'm sure is pretty rare, but surely some other guys out there have had to deal with it. I'm unusually long, and when I sit on most toilets, I'm in the water if I go inside, and I tend to dribble a little on the floor if I go outside. I solved, I mean, I guess if his ween is stuck between his legs or not. Okay. Right? I guess I solved the problem at home by adjusting the float in my toilet to lower the water level. And I don't worry much about it in public restrooms, but I hate to deal with that friends houses, especially if they have carpet in the bathroom. I've tried catching it with toilet paper and this works sometimes, but just as often the steam, the stream will go off to the side a little bit and I make a mess. Any suggestions? <laughs> now, I mean, you don't think problem? this is fascinating. His dick is too long. That so what's the problem? Out, he gets wet and he makes a mess. Maybe he's OCD. I don't know. Uh, to me, there was no problem. I just wanted to see this long ass. <laughs> you wanted to see his dick. <laughs> I tried to get pictures of it, and he and he wound up trying to hit on me. We have like an email exchange, like fifteen of them back and forth. Maybe I'll post them on Facebook because it's like fascinating <laughs> this stuff. You know, Were you I like, was doing it all just so you know for the podcast. Yeah, sure. No, I swear to God. And when okay. was the last email? When? Or if you're going to be in the New York metropolitan area? No, he got mad at me because he was complaining. Like, he, I knew his angle, okay? I'm like a chess player when it comes to God. Like, I could okay. play the fucking game. I could see his moves five <laughs> things away, okay? This guy was angling me to get me into, interested in him because he was, like, complaining about how huge his cock was, okay? Like, he's thinking, like, you know... I'm going to be turned on by that and I'm going to try and like hook yeah. up with him because of it. So he's whining in like five emails. He's whining about how big it is and all these women give him such a problem and, and people then, just come to see him and nobody likes him for him. It's like, you know, a guy with too much money, but this guy's dick is too big. And, that's now, his and problem. he also told you he's like some somebody special, right? Yeah. So that's totally. part of the psycho like the this. um the psych out, right? My dick is too big and it's a problem and I can't call you because I'm a famous person, right? Yeah, yeah. There's all these things he's trying to like, you know. So then eventually he says like, you kind of, I could tell you're a woman just by your emails and like I'm curious, you know. And so he starts to talk to me. But I keep it very professional because I'm not interested in like baiting 
somebody in and trying to, I wasn't going to, I could have totally played the game and <laughs> pretended I was into him and to get the dick pic, but yeah. I don't work that way, you know, cause that would be rude. And I was just wanted it for the show and wanted to do it on the up and up. And okay. I was like, Hey, listen, dude, would you send a picture of big Ween? Like it would be great for the show. Cause he wanted me to read that yeah. email on and he got really mad at me. We had our first fight. It's like we're dating ready. We had our first fight and then I dumped him because he emailed me back and then I never emailed him again. Fucking, so we've gone through the whole dick cycle. Dick pic guys. Dick pic guys. They no, suck. I, I like dick pic guys. <laughs> I don't really care. I can't wait to have one on. But we had our first argument. He got very upset with me. He's like, I've sent so many emails. I'm so disappointed in you. I told you so many times that women just want me for my big ween and now you're asking me for it. Like, I can't believe that you had the nerve. And so then I cleaned it up. I was very good at cleaning him up and then he was back interested in me and then I blew him off. It's nice. Yeah, because like, you know. Lead him in and then you stake him. You know? Yeah, like you're not going to dump me. Yeah, asshole. I'm going to dump you first. Yeah, exactly. Especially if I can't get a pick of the ween. Like, what's the <laughs> point of the issue? People are going to want to know how long is so long that you touch the toilet. That's long. I mean, is adjusting the water flow. How in far your is your ween away from the water? If you sit down on the toilet, because I'm assuming like when you shit, this is only sh- this is a shitting problem, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't have one. So when you're shitting, do your feet, feet together or apart? And is, does your dick go down or does it go up on your legs? It depends. I mean, if it's the morning and you wake up with a heart on, maybe well, you're not really touching water. You're touching the inside of the bowl. That's what I have the problem with. Ew, your dick touches the inside of the bowl? Yeah, like if you if you wake up with like morning wood. Uh-huh, you know, you, and you, you know can't have to shit. And you have to use, yeah, if you have to sit down. Because this is only when you're only sitting down to go you have number to, two. Right? I'm trying to like show it to you. Yeah. You have to sit and then lean back and kind of like leverage it in. <laughs> because it's hard. Because it's just hard. Clo- wait, wait. Can't you just close your legs and keep it up above your legs? No, because when you go, number uh-huh. two, you have to like, you brace get yourself. A little, you always get a little <laughs> sprinkle. What, what do you mean? You always pee too. You're, oh, oh, shit. See, I as a woman would never know this. And I feel like most people listening are guys and they find this really boring. But this is, I could talk about this for 20 minutes. Yeah, too. no, your See, ass says right, to your dick, like, hey, listen, we're both time. here. Let's get this <laughs> over with. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, okay. So you just, it touches, but never does it. I'm, a, I'm assuming it's flaccid when this is happening. So it's really long. Yeah, so if he's loose, if he's soft and it's hitting water, yeah, that's, that's some big shit. Yeah, I had a guy once. My friend knew that I was into big weens, and she's like, oh, I'm going to introduce you to my my ex-boyfriend. He's hung like a whore. And I just thought, okay, like a typical big one, you know. This thing was like a baby's arm. Nice. No, swear to God. I was looking at it like a science project, and he was like, listen, if you keep talking about it, it's not going to get any harder. And I was like, this is not as hard as it gets. Like, I've never seen any. It wasn't even like a... It wasn't even like, like a, a deformity. It was, it was like an arm. It had no head. <laughs> it was so wide. It was the weirdest thing. And he was married. I can't say who he was married to. He was married to a very famous actress for many years. And whenever I see her on anything, I'm always like, how does that bitch walk properly? Because I know for a fact she fucked him and she fucked that. And I don't know how anyone does that. Because it was literally like the size did of you, your arm. Did you bang him? No, I didn't even do anything with him. He was so dumb. I couldn't get past, and it, no, this is the worst thing about him. He was gorgeous. He kind of looked like Tommy Lee. He was very, very good looking. He was a one-time a Ford model. He was married to this famous actress for many years. But I was, I was with him when it was like a washed up. It's like charades. You're naming everything about him. I can't say. <laughs> I don't want to say because that then you would be able to put the pieces together. And he lives he, at this address. No, and, and he was um, really stupid, like so dumb. But this was the worst thing. If you're dumb and you don't have a lot of opinions and you don't know anything about politics or anything worldly, that's fine. But if you're dumb and you want to talk about politics Ooh, for two hours with me, I can't even listen. It was so stupid. Like his views, points and stuff. It was so it was so hard to even drunk. This is when I was drinking. I was not. Into I bet him. you could have been like, all right, I'll listen to you what you have to say, but you have to talk with your pants off. No. I wanted to talk about the size of his dick. Like I was, I was perplexed just like I want, I was more curious about it than turned on. And he wasn't into my curiosity. I think that was like a buzzkill and probably a cock block. And that was fine with me. He was too dumb. Um, But anyway, the guy that we have calling in today, we're going to call him John. Um, That's what he wants to be called. I found him in New York. He's a New York guy and he's calling in about uh, his wife, Stephanie. Now, John, I know for a fact is 55 and Stephanie is younger than him. I don't know how much younger than him. 
Um, what he wrote to me is, I'm in my early 50s, married. This is my second marriage, and I married a younger woman who had a very promiscuous past, unlike me. I love hearing her stories, which she used to enjoy, but not anymore. And now I'm dying to see her have sex with another man. But nice. she isn't into it. Yeah, so this guy is a guy that married a much younger girl who's like totally, I guess, slutty in her past and would tell him all these kind of crazy stories. Now he wants her to be slutty, which is very odd to me because it's very rare that you find men that want to do this I kind of stuff with their wife. I couldn't. I don't know. There's something in me with, you know, with my wife or somebody who I was dating. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I just didn't no. want to see them being banged by somebody else. No, or not even, at all. Did even you, thinking about them. That's having, what I mean. You know, right. So yeah. I, I and I know women like my friend once dated this girl who loved to do that. It was like her idea, not the, you know, um, in front of her boyfriends or whatever. And it, to me, it's like torturous. But it's very that's a very weird thing. That's why I can't wait to pick his brain. I find it fascinating, especially because it's his wife. I feel like a lot of guys, even if they want to do something like that, they separate it. You know, it's that Madonna whore thing. If they want to <laughs> see a girl, fucking, they're going to do it with some bitch they pick up at a bar, not their wife. No, absolutely not. I had a guy. Uh, he's in my book. He's chapter. He's a couple chapters because he comes in and out of my life. And he was a blazing alcoholic by the time I actually got to date him. And there were a couple times, like three times, and this is the only guy, and I slept with a lot of guys in my life because I've basically mostly been single. And uh, he, that three different times while we were having sex, his friends came in and tried to join in. And even in my drunkenness, because this is what I was drinking when I was with him, I was like, get the fuck out of here. I wasn't into it. Wow. Never did two guys. I wasn't into it at all. Um, but apparently his friends were. And these were all different friends. And I'm like, what kind of scumbag? Like, I don't, of all the guys I've ever been with, I never had that sort of situation. And he was just like, Kathy, they're just trying to see if you, you know, you would be into it. And it's like, no. I wasn't into it at all. They were fishing. They were what? They were fishing. Did you ever do a girl with another guy? No, I never did um, a girl with another guy. No, I was in a room mm-hmm. where other people were having sex as well, like like an orgy. Yeah, well, anyone that drink drinks has been taking part in an orgy in New York. I mean, like, you yeah. know, just everyone winds I up never, back at a house and everyone, people if, are fooling around. If your question is if I ever cross swords, no, I never cross swords. <laughs> <laughs> is that what they call it? That's what they call it. Crossing swords? Crossing swords. Like double team or double yeah, like tag? You're, you're what like, is it? DP, DP, double, double penetration. penetration yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you never did? No, a couple of my, you know, a lot of my buddies always had double teamed girls. And the rule is just... Don't cross swords. Right. Right. I think a lot of guys might not be into it because they think it's like a gay thing. But I could imagine that totally heterosexual guys would do it and be into it for other reasons. I don't think it means that you're gay. No. You know? No. Just because do, do straight guys not even want to see another sword? <laughs> I, I don't know. Am I, I don't I don't know. It's just not. And I mean, different strokes, different folks. It's not something I would be into. Really? Can I just talk about something else while we're waiting for him to call? Because I no, I have a bone to pick. Well, not with you. It's really not your fault. I have bad grammar. Okay, as smart as I am, I've my IQ is tested when I was younger. It's one forty, so it's I'm, I am. You're a genius. Yeah, but the weird thing is, I have two things to critique about myself because I listen to the podcast all the time. Okay, I just want you to know, like Tom, everyone should know that Tommy never listens to them because he's very self conscious. I don't want to know anything. Okay. I'm just going to keep going, You're shooting from here. there. Love right. me or leave me. What do you ever you got to do? Right. I listen to them all the time because I have to mix them down and do everything. And uh, sometimes I do come across as sounding conceited. And I don't ever would think that that's a word to use for you. Me. No, it's like embarrassing. Like I went off on the I well, the one where I was talking about that I went to the gym and all the guys want me and I look so great. It's like I was like embarrassed for Wait, myself. Hold on. <laughs> no, I've never been. I've. <sighs> what are you trying to say? I've never been called conceited. I've called. I know what I am. And I've been called a lot of things. And listen, if you're called a lot of things in your life, you start to realize, OK, if it's 50 people called me the same thing, I probably am that. I've never been called conceited. So who's this number 49? No one called it to me. I'm calling myself. You're no not, one said it to me. You're not conceited. I mean, but you do. Blow you know, my own horn? No, I mean. Confident? You're no, confident. I, I'll I, say you that. know what it was with the gym thing? I, I, it came across like I look so great at the gym and other girls don't. And it's only because I don't sweat. If I did aerobics like the other girls, I would look like shit too and be horrified. Yeah, but it's kind of hot when you see a chick coming out sweating. I know. I don't do that. Anyway, that really wasn't what I want to talk about. What I really wanted to rank on myself for was the fact that, I, and you didn't catch this, and this is why I, I'm mad at you. Okay, shoot. Okay, because you should be like the grammar police here okay. because my grammar sucks. Okay. I never listened in school. I was thrown out of three high schools. That's another story. We'll talk about that one other day. But. <laughs> 
But, um, <laughs> you know, uh, I say lozenger. And I said lozenger like five times on a call that my friend, <laughs> one of my best friends, he's very viciously smart and he's very into grammar. Okay. Okay. He is the grammar police. Now and I'm like he was flipping out on me how I that I was it. saying lozenger. I said it 10 times and you didn't say it. And I learned that from my mother. What are you supposed to say? You want to know? Yeah. You're going to uh, maybe it's a Jersey thing cuz me and Tommy are both from Jersey. You say yeah. lozenger too? I say lozenger. Yeah, it's a, it's a fucking lozenge. <laughs> I say lozenger. And yeah, you know well, what? I'm going to have to say screw them. It's lozenger. Okay. Well, I really wanted to, you know, whenever I have a, a debate in my head or I don't know something or I want to figure something out, you know me, I Google. So, I went to Google before I email I've texted him back cuz he was trashing me on the text with lozenger and at first I called my sister to be like, "Do I say lozenger?" and she's like, "Oh, we learned that from mom." Like, you know, apparently my mom doesn't even know the right word and that's how I got taught. So, I went onto line and I googled lozenger or lozenge and I found this guy <laughs> who wrote this, "Lozenger, what the fuck? Even though it's always written lozenge, it seems like half the people pronounce it lozenger." I've been hearing this for years. Just the other day I was listening Listening to Faith Hill Unplugged while introducing a song in concert, she had a sore throat and said, I'm sucking on my lozenger. <laughs> Why just this word? There aren't any other words that get a ghost R added on the end, are there? So apparently, other people are irritated by people that say lozenger. By the way, Faith Hill thinks it's called a lozenger. So I don't know if we want to Google it. Does she grow up in New Jersey? Is it a Jersey thing? No, Faith Hill is like a country singer, right? I know. So I don't know. So it's, but it's wrong. It's very wrong, by the way. So me, you, and Faith Hill don't know the proper word. It's lozenge. I think that sounds like a dumb word. I think anyway. it sounds stupid that way. It's a lozenge. Do you want to go with lozenge? Mm. I'm going to stick with lozenger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm say, sticking with lozenger. I never say the word. You're going to teach your son lozenger. Yeah. Like when you give him a Ludens. What was those things called? Those cops? Ludens? <gasps> the honey ones? ones that you could honey. eat like candy. Oh, stop. Honey ones were the disgusting. I it was like, the strawberry ones. No, I couldn't have red as a kid. Why? I was I was allergic to red food guy. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Out of all the oh my God, shitty like allergies have- to have. Yeah. Being allergic to red dye number five or 40 or whatever it was, mm-hmm. was pretty fucking bad. Yeah, terrible. And you know how we found out? How? Huh. Uh, you, you know when you're- some red hots. No, you know when you were like real little and you had uh, like a cold, they gave you amoxicillin? Yeah, uh-huh. And the bubblegum flavor, they don't make it anymore. Remember, it was like bubblegum liquid. No, but okay. Okay, well, it was like a pink. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. gave it to me. Okay, but- And yeah. they gave it to me. And I broke out in hives and everything. So they thought I was allergic to to penicillin. penicillin. Because I am, and that's what I get. That's what I was going to say. Exactly. So anyway, they gave me the Uh non-penicillin fixer, Uh which was a pill, and it didn't have the red dye, and it Uh was fine. Uh Fast forward through the winter. Uh um, It was summertime. Well, spring, whatever. My cousin's house, we came in. My aunt made us two huge glasses of Hawaiian punch. Uh Boom. I was like... I don't feel so good. And she <laughs> I had like golf balls all over my head and my Highs. face. Yeah. But you eventually worked out of that? So now if I have a little, I'm okay. But if I ate like a handful of maraschino cherries, right. I would get hives. Nothing where my throat closes right. up, just mm-hmm. hives. Interesting. You know how much fucking candy as a kid is made out of red dye number five? Yeah, totally. Like you can't even eat Twizzlers. I like Twizzlers. They were very red. That's why I became a black licorice fan. I like black licorice, I love too. black licorice. There's one at the health food store that's gluten-free, wheat-free, like everything free, and it's amazing. And it's really good for iron. The other thing I wanted to tell you about, Tommy, I hate that you don't listen to the podcast because I finally got our intro. I mean, by the time people hear this, this is going to be our seventh week, and okay. like our intro is already on there. Mm. But I got it done, and it sounds really great. And uh, they talk about Tommy as the uh, host, and I just feel like if you ever quit or I have to fire you, every one of my hosts <laughs> in the future are going to have to be called Tommy because you are now time-stamped into the intro. So no throwing a tantrum and saying, I'm going to leave if you yell at me because I'm late. Like, we can't have that because you are now in my intro. Or else I'm going to have to hire another guy, and it doesn't matter what his name is, he's going to have to be called <laughs> Tommy. Like, listen, I don't care. Your name's Bill. It's Tommy. It has to be Tommy because I had the guy do it, and now it's in there with Kathy and well, Tommy. I've- I think we've worked out our problems. Yeah, you're committed. You know what commitment is, right? You have a partner at work, right? Yeah. 
Exactly. That's a, that's and you can't fucking stand him. That's a different series of shows. No, but I mean, you can't. I don't care about the specifics, but the point is you can't stand him, right? And you deal with a lot of problems. I have partners in certain things. Yeah. And I can't stand them sometimes. And you deal with positive and negative, but that's called commitment right that's what you do because you have to put up with it to do what you want so here no matter what happens we're between in. us we're in we're in it to win it yeah exactly so uh we'll be right back with what's his name again john john, john and his and wife stephanie. is stephanie. stephanie we don't know how old she is he's 55 he wants to see her screw another guy and we gotta find uh, out I'm what curious. type of guy oh yeah i wouldn't even think that i'm curious of i'm curious of a lot of things so is um, he a white guy and he wants to see his wife with a an African American guy, or is he an African American guy? Wants to see his wife with a Chinese guy. We got to ask these questions. I know we will. Well, you remember your questions, and I'll have my questions, and we'll be right back with John talking about quote unquote Stephanie. Nice. Okay. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hi, this is Kathy. Is this John? It is, Kathy. This is John. How are you? Good. How are you doing, John? You're on with me and my co-host, Tommy. Hi, John. How are you doing? Thank you for being so punctual. (laughs) It was close. I was actually finishing up a meeting, and I made it to my room and a phone with about 30 seconds to spare, so I'm glad I'm not late. Perfect. So um, I read, Tommy, your email, and of course we have a bunch of questions for you because... um, I know you're 55, and you said that your wife... Stephanie's your wife, right? That is correct. And she's your second wife, and you said she's younger than you. How old is she? She's 39. She's 39. And when you say she had a promiscuous past, what does that mean? Like, was she, like, really promiscuous? Like, she was an escort or something like that? Or she just, like, slept around and told you her crazy stories? Uh, More the latter. She did actually consider being an escort at one point. Uh Uh-huh. She um, joined an agency. Tommy, love, for some reason, you can't see Tommy, but he just thought that that was, like, made her awesome. Yeah, she, that was, that's great. <laughs> Wait, so, okay, she wanted to be an escort at one time. Keep going. Uh, well, she got talked out of it by a couple of friends because um, of the seedy side of that whole thing. Um, her At that point, she had broken up with a, boy, uh, with a boyfriend, and she was sleeping with so many guys, she just thought she might as well get paid for it. So. Right, but she doesn't understand that you got to sleep with, like, really ugly guys. I had a friend who had a friend who was an escort, and... You know, these guys were, like, gross, and they had bad breath, and it's not like, you know, I don't think it's, like, what it's cracked up to be. Yeah, um, she she thought it was, you know, she thought it'd be, like, she could pick and choose, and it would just be, like, going out to a club and going Right, but just getting and, yeah. paid for it. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so you, so she was, so when you say promiscuous, what do you mean by that? Like, what were those stories that she used to tell you that you used to, like, Well, to... um, I'll, I'll sort of give you a, um, a couple of quick anecdotes. I mean, mm-hmm. at one point... Um, she, her comment she made, she did kind of retract it later, but she said that she's sure she's been with hundreds of guys. Right. Wow. Um, Wait, she tried they, to, when she tried to retract it, was she like, oh, it was only 25 or did she like say it was only a hundred? Like, what did she go from hundreds to what? A hundred. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, to- I mean, she's told me store about probably 40 or 50 stories. Right. Mm-hmm. And so she's sort of she she sort of said, well, those are them, right? And right. She kind of decided that she didn't want to really tell me stories anymore, and then she said because there aren't any more. But I actually don't believe her. But that's a whole other story. There can't. Um, there's of course there's more. She just doesn't remember them. You know, those are the forty or fifty are probably just her greatest months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she, um, I mean, long story short, it was kind of. Um, and you know, junior year of college to to about maybe you know thirty three thirty five. It was a lot of years in there, and she just you know she lived life. She active. rock and rolled. She yoloed. She's rock and rolling. Yeah. <laughs> she was single most of those years. Yeah, she had a couple of steady boyfriends for a couple of years in there. Although she did tell me certain stories where she had cheated on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was she was kind of like a you know. Um, 
again, I won't get too much detail, but she her, she didn't sleep with anybody until her first boyfriend in college. She dated him for two years. They had a lot of sex just then. And the moment they broke up, she, like, slept with everybody. Yeah, it went oh. on, like, a jailbreak. That's what happens when you keep it pent up for so long. Or he could have really hurt her bad, and then she, like, acted out, maybe? I don't know, because that's a little weird. Well, it's actually, and uh, the, the old breaking out, is, she was a, came from a very religious family. Jailbreak. No, and but jailbreak. my father yeah. was a priest, and I was so... Jailbreak. Promis- <laughs> no, I, but I was promiscuous <laughs> from day one. I never jailbreaked. I was just, you know, so that, I mean, I think you could go either way with that kind of background. She's a very, she's like one of these, she's a very extreme personality. So when I say she was religious, she was carrying around a Bible. I mean, she was. Oh, interesting. I wish Stephanie was on this call. Yeah, she was in college telling, talking till two in the morning, telling people how to find God. I mean, it it was that, it was that extreme. And she was committed to never having sex until she got married. And that was, I'm never having sex until I got married. And then basically her mother told her she was crazy. Come on, people have sex. And her boyfriend was trying to talk her into it, so she did it. And she loved and then, it. And then just like caught the bug, and it, it was a jailbreak with one person. She opened right. the floodgates. But as soon as that was over, it was like, it was, you know, all bets are off. You know? Right, she just commits like wholeheartedly to anything. So when she was a virgin, she was 100% a virgin. When she was into sex, she was really into sex. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's exactly it. Yep. Right. She's black and white. So now, where are you guys in your relationship? Like, how long have you been married for? This is. I need to know a little backstory. How long have you uh, guys been married for? Almost five years. And how long did you know her before you married her? About five years. So we're we're in the nine ten year category kind of thing. Right. Okay. And so when you met her, were you still married, or you met her when you were already divorced? I was. Uh, separated, just waiting for the time to run so I get officially divorced. Right, right. But you were already gone with I was wife. not with my former wife, yes. And you guys dated for five years. Did the whole conversation about having her have se- like sex with another guy come up recently, or have you been trying to have this happen for a while? <sighs> Great question. A um, couple years, probably, maybe two and a half years. Um, and it all came up, it's kind of weird the way it came up, but we were, you know, we were having sex, mm-hmm. and she um, uh, she doesn't have an orgasm without a toy. You mean she needs and her she clit did, stimulated? I, I dated somebody like that. Yeah, and so she gave me the whole again. She does everything to the extreme. So she had analyzed, you know, studied it, researched it, four hundred ways to Sunday. Oh, I like Stephanie. Sorry. I know, believe me, a lot of a lot of that I think is great. Sometimes yeah. It, it, you know, like when she calls me up and she thinks the aliens are landing tomorrow, <laughs> it gets a little extreme. Yeah, that's a little much. And then she's really into <laughs> aliens for the next five days. Yeah, I totally got her she, personality. She, Go on. What happened was she um, she asked me, like, hey, had I been with women who you know, had vaginal orgasms, whatever, and I, my, my ex did, and I, I've only been before her, you know, with maybe you know, five or six people. Mm-hmm. And, um, I said, yeah, I mean, pretty much all of them did, and I, I just was answering the question. Believe me, the sex with her was better than anybody, but right. it actually, it, it, it flipped her out. Like she was, oh my, you know, um, it must have been better with them, and she's doing all that. So I tried to turn the conversation back to, hey, well, whoa, 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 sex with you is amazing. I said, and if you're not having an orgasm, what can I do to help? Like we'll work on this. Right. And her answer was, I've been with a lot of guys, and I've been with a lot of really big dicks, so there's nothing you can do about it. Whoa. And that was like the first time. I was like, Whoa, okay. That's like a shot Whoa. across the bow. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't know she was trying to hurt me or be mean or whatever, but then it just sort of prompted me to go, you got to explain that. Mm-hmm. And over the next, I don't know, few months, it just, I mean, she, she had a friend over one night who hated all men, and she said, yeah, she, oh, I've been with so many guys, and men are great. I don't know why you hate men. And I'm like, you know, now you're saying in front of people. So I kind of pushed, and I got, you know, got more of the answer. And at first I was a little bit like, Wow, you know this. I, I kind of, I, maybe I'm a little old-fashioned. I used to think of you know, your woman as as sacred. Yeah, she know? wasn't I a virgin also, until. I, you... well, no, yeah. he obviously knew she wasn't. You knew she wasn't because you knew her for five years before yeah. you married her. Well, it's like, um, how do I? Say? I mean, I don't really care what anyone does before they meet you. I mean, I, I, I believe I agree with that, but it was it, it became so much that it was like. You mean so much of her past that she was talking about? Oh, I just and on and on. Like, I mean, I mean, she would just in the early twenties. She was a dancer. I mean, she's a hip hop dancer. She was a choreographer. She was in that world, and she would just like every night she'd go to a club, pick up a different guy. I mean, it was. Did she have her Bible with her? 
no. Uh, no, she she left the Bible in college, and she she left that back. Right. So. Yeah, but so she started to complain or let you know that it did. She have vaginal orgasms with other guys and just not with you. Is that what she was trying to say? No, no she's never she's never oh, had a never with orgasm with anybody with all the guys she's been with. So why did she have to bring up that these other guys had such big dicks? Like I don't really get it. Well, because I think I that might have, I asked her. Well, can I do something, or am I just not touching it? Can I, you know, right. can I, can I, different positions and whatever. To which she said, "No, that's not going to matter." Mm-hmm. And she just threw out the the, 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 the big dick comment, which kind of you know, you know, I'm a guy, right? So I'm taking a knife out of my back. You know? yeah. yeah, absolutely. But how does that turn into you wanting to see her get banged by another guy? Well, it's, uh, you know, if you take then, as I started getting the stories from her, mm-hmm. at first, they were a lot of fun. Um, and she, you know, we would, she would tell the stories and we would have sex. It was actually, it was great. Totally. Like a turn on. Yeah. yeah. I get turned on by my ears. Yeah, and I kind of went from like, oh, wow, my wife's been with a lot of guys to, well, I, you know, I had a torrid, you know, sexual relationship with her, which led up to marriage. I knew she was very sexual that's one of the things they love about her so just go with it right mm-hmm. um and and that's kind of what we did now but what happened was kind of like you know 40 or 50 stories in i'm like enjoying it and she's kind of like starting to get to the point like eh, enough you know why the hell do you have to keep hearing about my stories and i'm like well because we were doing this together and it's kind of fun she, eh, i don't want to do it anymore she was bored of the story i mean how many how long did it take for 40 or 50 stories i mean were you guys telling stories for like a year or two years Probably about a year. Okay, so she was done with the stories. She was done. Yeah, she was done with the stories. But you weren't. And, and I wasn't. But um, it was again. I think the it was the stories and the pictures of who, what she had done, who she'd been with, and all the different types of guys and whatever that I found, you know, very erotic. Which I think led me up to thinking about it. Which has led me up to why don't I just ever do it? Right. Mm-hmm. Because you would get horny by that thought, is what you're saying, and you figure, oh, of course, yeah, right. Would you do um, the the things that she would describe with each other? Like if she said, you know, this, you know, this guy and I did this and this and this. Would you reenact that in bed? Uh, yeah, we did. We did some of that. Yeah, and um, again, our sex life is great. I mean, we, I mean, sounds it's awesome. Great. It's, not, it's not as active <laughs> as it used to be, which is part of my problem. But I mean, I mean, I'll do anything and she'll say, she, I just, it just, um, it was kind of like, I, 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 I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's like, cause it, remember a lot of her experiences were one night stands, right? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, you know, love, connection, nice dinner, you know, go out on a yacht, moonlight, you know. Right, so it's not something sex. that you feel sort of um, intimidated by because you have that, you have her that way, These right? Yeah, and like, and then she was, listen, I was always very, I mean, I was like awkward in a club, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm like a business guy. I mean, if I can't, if you can't hear me talk, you know, then I, I, it doesn't, I'm not like the guy you're going to chase. I'm not, I right. mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm decent looking, but I'm not like the, Adonis on the dance floor, all the women want. So, right, right, right. You're not like you, you know, said that guy in the bar that's right, taken so that the girl's going to take going, home. Yeah, and so she was in a club going, "There's the hottest dancer," and then she would just go get him. Right. Um, there's a few other things that kind of um, I'll say bothered me. She, she, and she's still this way. She's very, she's very, um, she's very full of herself. I mean, she's a beautiful woman. She's a dancer, a cheerleader, a model. Um, and she knows it, and she knows it, and she kind of she's a tease a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you mean with other guys? With like other in guys, front of she's you? out in public, and she'll uh-huh. like you know give them a look, and you know, you know, oops, the address went up, kind of thing. And um, oh, interesting, very interesting. And she, um, <laughs> like she used to, she used to talk about like the losers in the clubs, and she wasn't nice to these people, you know, and, right. And I mean, all these things added together. I'm like, and by the way, and she talked, and she also was very big on, oh, I love it rough, you know, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? And you guys so do like, it rough sometimes? Or you try to do uh, it, it yeah, for her? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And it, it, um, yeah, it, believe me, I love it rough too. And it's, right. it's, um, but all those things kind of has me like, you know, well, okay, you were with a big black guy one day and a Latin guy another day and a Jewish guy another day. And what, it's like, okay, well, then let's just bring him in. You know, let that, like, I, that, that guy be rough with you for an hour. Now, you know, next weekend, we'll have another guy be rough with you. And it just, you know, I, I tell you, I can't, 
Yeah, but uh, let me ask you this because I yeah. know that because like there's one thing about like having a fantasy about something and sort of enacting out or just thinking about it in your head and getting really turned on. But and then I think that there's another thing when you actually live it out. The reality in, rea- it. in yeah. reality, sometimes like right after you come, you might be like, holy shit, what the fuck did I do? Like you might not be like, have you thought that far into it? Like. Like, do you really think if you saw your wife, because this is what I was talking about with Tommy before we called you. What I mean, I know some guys that double team girls or guys that were, you know, with a girl that they wanted to screw another guy and watch. But these were never like girls they cared about. So I was kind of like and now that talking to you, I could tell like you really care about this woman and you guys have a real, you know, that you're not looking to like humiliate her or anything. You you think it's going to be a turn on. But like, I don't know many guys that would want to see their wife with another man. Boy, such a good question. And this is, yeah, I've wrestled with this a lot. And um, do you get nervous that maybe you might not be into it after like, or that well, it um, actually would really bother you? Well, 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 actually, we did, we did it once. Oh. Oh, perfect. I should, I should have probably said that. <laughs> Not on purpose, though. Well, well, we're getting our answer. Instant oh, well. gratification. <laughs> well, what happened was we had a couple over, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just friends of ours. We've known them for a while. She, the, 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 she was really good friends with the wife. I didn't know the husband very well. Right. And they had dinner at our house, whatever we were drinking, and, and they they started saying how they were swingers, mm-hmm. which Florida, we had no idea, and especially floored my wife because she's, you know, this other girl is very spiritual and whatever. And all of a sudden it's like, you guys are swingers. So, right. So they started talking about it and they're saying, Hey, you guys ever done it? It's great. You should do it. And you know, we're like, no, 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 no. And she and my wife just, Stephanie, um, blurts out. She goes, Oh, you'd love it. And I go, what do you mean? I'd love it? She goes, Oh, he's been, he's been asking me about my stories. He's been, you know, he's been wanting to see me with other guys. And so she just, you know, puts her laundry on the table right there. Right, because this is the time for it. She saw an opera. She's an opportunist. She yeah. saw an opera. This is like the window was slightly open. Jump yeah, in. And, um, and so I, you know, basically for the next hour, they were like talking us into it. Um, and I, I, I forget how like the, it went to okay, but it's like, hey, it's like, hey, why don't you just give the guy a hand job, right? And you said that to her. That, no, the the wife said to her. The other wife said to her, well, why don't you just give this guy a hand job right so your wife's going to give another guy the other guy a hand job yeah so mm-hmm. um and she was bragging about like how big he was and all of that kind of stuff so um like we went to the other room and you know it's like you know he just dropped his pants out on the bed she started rubbing him and then she just like did more you know she ended up giving him a blow job and then she got on top of him and then he got on top of her and it just kind of all and happened. you were in the room yeah, I was in the room. Right, and the other wife was in the room, and so it happened. Wife was in the room. I didn't really do anything with the other. She ended up, um, you know, helping me out, but nothing, not, not really. I, I was just, I was the, the voyeur, not the participant. And it was, it was. I thought it was great. I mean, I really enjoyed it. And um, you were totally fine after. I was totally fine after. Yeah. And that's good. That's, I mean, that's good. good. Yeah, you know. Well, the only the only thing that wasn't fine is you, know, you heard the, the the dynamic, right? She she introduced it. I mean. It, 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 and the whole thing and afterwards she was kind of like well i did that for you well no because she said and i believe this that you've been you were you've been pushing her into this you've been talking about it so there she is she kind of seems like she's the type like you know she's not going to shy away from it kind of like rebellion like if you're going to say do it then if that's opportunities there she's kind of going to be like this is what you want i'm going to give it to you and i get that mentality yeah you're right that's exactly what it is and it yeah, so um, you, so she did do it for you. That was yeah. the truth. She probably would have never done that if that situation came up. She probably, I would assume, she'd be looking at you like, "Is this okay? Do you want me?" You know, I, I think she already had your okay. Yeah, through, because you all this time you've been trying to talking about it and the asking her, yeah, and all that, or yeah. asking her to do it, right? So she knew she could do it, and this is what you wanted. And I do believe she did it for you. But but there's there's one other thing, and mm-hmm. I think she, which is why I think it's not just it isn't just me. It was right. Listen, I I travel, okay, mm-hmm. not not a lot, but you know, a couple of days a week. And she is, I told you her personality. She's one of those. If I go away for a day and a half, she's like, I can't believe you left me. Right. right. And so as I travel for business, she started saying, Hey, you know, maybe while you're away, I can get like a young boyfriend. Let me ask you this: Are I you faithful to her him. when you go away? Yeah. Well, I I go. Uh, no, I'm sorry, I, I didn't hear that. Uh, Are you faithful to her when you go away? Oh yeah, I've yeah, I've, I've um, 
I have never cheated on her. I think I'm sort of at that stage where I'm going to work it out with her or I'm going to leave her. I'm not going to cheat on her. Right. right. So she knows for a fact that you're faithful, but she's asking you if maybe she could fool around. She was starting to ask you if she could fool around with guys when you're on vacation. When I'm on business, yeah. Uh huh. I mean, I'm and, business. But, sorry, it was, yeah. but it was, it was like, but she said, okay, because I, you know, I'm, I'm like lonely when you're away, and you, you know, you can help me pick the guy, and I'll tell you all about it, or he can tell you all about it, so you can kind of, you know, maybe we'll call you up, and you can listen to us while we're having sex. I mean, that, that kind of, it never happened. Right. But we were having that kind of conversation, and and she started saying things like, oh, she can have her cake and eat it too. She can have wild sex with a bunch of different guys, but stay married to me, and. Right, but you, know, have, you said in your email that she wasn't into it, but it sounds like she is into it. Well, the more I think about it, and the more I'm talking about it, I'm thinking about it out loud with you, and yeah, I'm she... remembering that it's not just put it this way. It's, yeah, maybe I got triggered by these qu- stories and got into it, but it wasn't like I was. I wasn't doing this by myself. <laughs> right, of course not. No, no, not at all. Yeah. And you're, I mean, and you have somebody that's. It seems like she is into it. You know, she took that opportunity. Um, to fool around with that other guy right in front of you. So you already, or that already happened. So I feel like once you cross that line, why wouldn't it be a big deal? It's kind of like you open that can of worms, right? And if she has this big sexual appetite and she wants to sleep around, she kind of has like what a lot of people would probably want in a marriage, like the best of both worlds, right? Like a, she has a real relationship. Yeah, she has a real, like open relationship. Yeah. She has a real relationship with you and, you know, she gets all of her emotional needs and all that stuff from you. But then if she just wants to have sex and it's meaningless and but, it doesn't mean anything. But that's only good if both parties are into it. But he's wrote in that he's into. This no, is what but you're, he's are you, into. I, I understand that. But are you into also you, like, are you into the part of you maybe sleeping with other women? No, he seems like a faithful guy. Do you want to sleep around? I, I, I Listen, if I'm going to sleep with somebody, I want to sleep with her. Yeah, see, okay. he's, he's, okay. not, he doesn't, he's not into it. It's her. All right. Um, yeah, and, and I guess the frustrating thing now is it's like we're all the way there. And then she's just... Like, eh, I don't, I don't want to do it. What do you mean? When does she say, I don't want to do it? Have you proposed something or tried to bring someone in? And she says, no, I don't get, when does she say no? Um, it's a good question. Cause it's not like we sit down and have a conversation about right. it. Right. You know, it's, um, see, like, like you, you, you nailed her earlier when you said she's, she's into whatever she's into. She's into. Yeah, All totally. Yeah. And so she has had a lot of sex and she could do it again, but she's not really into it. Right. So it'll come up in passing and she go, oh, yeah, well, maybe we should you know, think about getting me a guy. And it's like, OK, well, do you want to do it or not? It seems uh, like you it seems like you have to set up the situation and she reacts if the situation's in front of her, just like when you had the couple over for dinner and it came out. Right. And, if that's what you really yeah. want. But do you really want is that really what you want? I'm a little confused now talking to you because in your email, it seemed like, you know, she was a reluctant you know, part of this sort of situation and you were really pushing it. And now when you talk, there's a part of me that thinks there's, you maybe aren't into it. Not, I mean, you get turned on by actually watching it, but maybe you're not into the fact that it's coming now from her and she's pushing it. Do you know what I mean? Does that, is there, is there a difference in that for you? Like it's one thing for you to bring it up and say, Hey babe, I want to see you with another guy. But now that she's talking about it, now she wants to do guys behind your back. Like, is that, an issue for you? Uh, great question. Um, I don't think so. And the weird, the weird thing for me mm-hmm. is, um, is I, it's like I do love her, mm-hmm. um, but I don't feel that, um, I don't know, strong bond of, it's just she and me. It's more like we're really good friends. We have a great time. Mm-hmm. We love each other, like we support each other, that kind of stuff. But I mean, if you t- five years ago, ten years ago, twenty years ago, I'd be like, you know, if a guy looks at my woman, I'd flip out. Right. Oh, and I then, see what you're saying. You're saying that the fact that you're okay with her with other guys makes you wonder whether you're really into her in that they're bond in the real in, way. Exactly. You know, that, and and listen, there is an age difference. You know, we like different things. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of like I'm with somebody who I love, and we're compatible. Right. She doesn't feel like my soulmate. Right. She doesn't feel like I'm with the person I'm meant to be with for the next 50 years. No, that, it like, ma- that makes more sense because what I was most confused about was like what 
guy, a lot of guys would want to be into it. And like you say, you're, you're, you get turned on. And I think a lot of people would totally understand that scenario and, and would be turned on by it. But most guys wouldn't want to see their wife that they love screw another guy in front yeah of but him. i i i, I so understand what he's saying though if the, if that bond's not there yeah, but then and now it, it makes sense i'm yeah, saying totally before we sense. were talking before we yeah. got on the call like we didn't understand you know i've never heard of a guy that's married that's looking for his way so now it makes sense that maybe there isn't that total connection as she's like your soulmate but when you said before you put out there before that you said either you're going to work it out with her, or you're going to leave her. Are you guys having issues now? Is that you feel like you might be on your second divorce? Um, yes, yes, and no. I mean, it, it, but it's it's kind of like it, listen again. We we we've been the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. I mean, mm-hmm. her personality is such that you know she. I mean, I lost I lost a ton of money in the market. Mm-hmm. Right? Um. I made like most of it back, but when I when that happened, she was like, "Why did I marry an older guy? You have no money. What are you bringing to the table?" Oh god! I mean, like she's really mean, right? And 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 when she says stuff like that, I go, "Can you can you repeat that? You're telling me that if I don't have money, that you wouldn't have married? Like, come on! I mean, it, you know, even if you think that, don't tell me that. Listen, she's yeah, not I, really young. I mean, she's 39. <laughs> That's exactly. She's not no 22-year-old fucking hottie running around. She's 39. And, and listen, I, I come into the, you know, I walk into the bedroom at night, and she's watching the, I hope you guys don't like, the Jersey Housewives. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that show makes my skin crawl. And, like, if I, <laughs> yes, if I put does. a sports show on, if I put a sports show on, she's like, oh, it's so rude of you. I can't believe you're watching sports. You know I don't like that. I'm like, you know, it's that kind of stuff, right? So, and... So I guess it's just, if you know, and these things people, obviously have chipped you like have chipped away at your feelings for her. Exactly. And, and I mean, cause you don't I have think, big blown out fights over shit like that. I mean, like she says that it blows over, but maybe you hold on to it. And then these other things when she, t- you know, sort of flat out told you that other guys dicks were bigger than yours and it was better. Like, I mean, it's like maybe you instead of like really talking about those issues with her at the time and working it through and getting it out you hold on to that stuff and so why wouldn't you be at a place where you feel very disconnected with her that's a great question too here's what it is for me Mm -hmm. it's like when she when this all came out my initial reaction was like oh my god and i I didn't know this about you and what are you telling me about me but i kind of sat with it and took it and ended up like um, absorbing it, like saying, "Okay, I'm gonna use. It. Okay, this will be great. Tell me the story." Okay, and I ended up accepting it mm-hmm. and then using it and to and get we, yourself you know, off, getting off by it. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, she's like, "Okay, I'm not gonna tell you anymore." You know, it's like it's kind of like, "Wait a minute!" I, it took me a long time to get here. Yeah, no, that's now, 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 now she's basically telling wants to... me I've been with a ton of guys and I'm not, and, and you uh, you were fine with it and we were kind of enjoying it, but I'm done. Yeah, now like, she wants to pick up her ball and go home. Yeah, she's kind of controlling that way. I mean, she obviously is just thinking about her own self. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not like she was doing that for you. She was doing it well, for you, her. Well, yeah, yeah, that's another good point because what I saw in this was, regardless of what she says, and she's told totally, me, "Oh, I was holding in control. I'm proud of everything I ever did." I mean. I don't think all of her experiences were great. I think guys did use her. I think she felt like maybe she got into situations that she shouldn't have gotten into, mm-hmm. and she didn't really feel great about herself. And when it came out, and I was like, huh, and that, like the defensiveness was there. And mm-hmm. then when I was like, well, tell me about it. And then I'm all into it. It was almost like therapy for her. She got it all out. She, you know, right. And the fact that her man wasn't going, what a slut you are, I'm leaving you. Mm-hmm. It made her feel better. But as soon as she felt better, she, I didn't matter anymore. Right. That, and the funny what, thing a, is, is you finally got to the place where you're like, this is like great. And now you're learning, like you said, to accept it and actually get off by it. And and she's, you know, she all therapied out. Change it. Yeah. Change it <laughs> around. <laughs> exactly. She's she said d- things to me like, oh, well, now you're telling me when you were in dance clubs that, you know, that was really, wasn't, wasn't really your milieu and you didn't. That, that's not where you, you know, would meet women. Well. You seem like you might have been one of those loser guys that I wouldn't have been with. I'm like, really? Yeah, see, these things are harsh to take in. And it seems like you just take them in. I could just tell by your voice and how you talk. Like, you're not a combative person. You're not arguing with her all the time. You know what I mean? Like, some guys would flip out if their girl said shit like that to them. Yeah. Um, And she's just constantly throwing this stuff. And that's probably why you guys get along, because she probably needs a guy like you, right? I mean, a, a lot of guys probably would not be able to handle her. Oh, she told me, and she's told me stories of her past boyfriends. She's Italian. She's mm-hmm. an Italian guy for a couple of years, and 
they ripped each other's shirts off when they were fighting. He, you know, he kicked her out of a car. I mean, it's like. Right. You, you, you know, seem like very passive to her. You know, you're probably like a great match for her. And what she doesn't understand, if she if you did ever dump her, if you guys do get to her, she's going to find it hard to find a guy who's so tolerant of accepting. Yeah. Yeah. Of the way that she treats you because she's kind of mean to you, um, yeah. you know, and if you don't work through that stuff, I think it builds up. And, you know, you have this kind of disconnected part of yourself where you feel kind of cold to her and if you don't work on that like you know you you can't you will be able to walk away and divorce her too yeah and, and again you're hitting the nail on the head because it's kind of like i can either i can work in it or in the relationship or out of the relationship and and, and i've been divorced before i don't i don't condone divorce i don't like divorce. I think you should work on, mm-hmm. on your relationships but it's kind of like if i'm not feeling you know like we're whatever the terms are meant to be together uh-huh now why why am I going to kill myself, you know, to try to make it work when again you heard the thing she says to me and, and I then, think, you know, know, I think the sad thing is is she's probably not really that authentic with you and you probably don't really on some level know the real her like you get all this like, you know, sex stuff and all this service stuff, but like maybe she is, you know, has a big wall up still. And probably, I believe, if you guys could probably work through that and she could be, like, more vulnerable and maybe you could let your anger come out more, you know, because you're probably too passive and you hold stuff in. If you guys were probably more honest with each other about your feelings and your emotions and stuff, that you probably would feel something together because you guys have everything else, you know. I think it's hard to find someone that you have a good time with, that you love sex and that you know, that you really get along with. Um, I think you're just missing like an authentic sort of emotional connection. And maybe it's because she's a little closed off and, you know, you allow for that. I think that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I mean, I don't know. I I can't, I think marriage is so weird and Tommy's married. I'm not, I'm a little bit more like your girl and I, I I am like commitment phobic. So I have issues with relationships. So, you know, I don't, uh, I'm not sitting here saying like you should never leave your girl. You know, I believe in divorce and sometimes you just like relationships go. And if you're with someone 10 years, I don't think that that's a failure. I really don't. I think, you know, to have to spend the rest of your life with somebody is uh, most likely not going to happen. But, you know, if you're been with someone 10 years and it's and it's time to go, it's time to go. But. I don't know. I think you should try and maybe give therapy. A tr- like, do something to maybe make this work. I don't think sleeping, having her fuck other guys is going to help the situation. I think that that's just maybe your weird way of getting sabotage. And you're just putting more stuff between you guys. And it's more bullshit. It's like from her past. It's not really who she is. I was a very yeah. promiscuous when I was younger. And I'm not anymore. And I know those kind of women. And I know that it's not gratifying. Women are very different than men. So, you know, um, I know what's behind all that. And it's a lot of defense, you know. And she's and if you take that down, you'd probably see a whole other side to her. And I, like I said, I don't think fucking other guys or having those stories, more of that stuff is going to help anything. That's just pushing you farther apart. So I think you should maybe try to have, like, real stories about, like, other things or maybe try therapy. Okay, I, I think that's great advice. Um, we we have tried therapy. We're we're um, uh, we've learned a lot in therapy, mm-hmm. and we're actually um, we've got a whole lot of. Uh, and she's a she's a dharma coach. She's very spiritual, and right. she's actually helped me sort of get in tune with a mm-hmm. lot of things deep to me. And we're spending as much time or more time on sort of that kind of stuff, not trying to figure out who each of us really are. And that's great. That, yeah, see, that's but, the way you should... I think you should have more conversations about that. I mean, your sex is really great anyway, right? It, without those stories, like maybe oh, you yeah, could try oh, yeah. and figure out something, you know. And I suggest not going any further down that path. I wouldn't allow for the whole her having sex with other guys while you're while you're on business trips. I mean, I think once you cross that line, like, you know, it's the beginning yeah, of the end. Yeah, what's next after that? I mean, It's the that, beginning that's of the end a lot of times, yeah. unfortunately. Unfortunately, unless you guys like you could make it through if you connect on another level. But, you know, I don't know. I don't I don't think it will. Be. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, I think if I was going to now that you're saying this, and as I think about it and really I, you know, talk to somebody about it, mm-hmm. um, I think to go down that road is like the first step toward divorce right it's sort totally of like, really Absolutely. Not connected. let's bring other guys in let's enjoy it for a while and then let's move on yeah, yeah and i think deep down inside it's not really what she wants to do it's just the bullshit her you know what i mean she's got this bullshit side that she puts out there whenever she wants you know and 
I think that um, she probably doesn't even want to. So I think you should, you know, stop talking about the other guy thing. And if she's mentioned something that pisses you off, instead of trying to turn it into something that you'd be into, tell her to go fuck herself. Like, be real. You know what I mean? Be authentic yeah. with her, too. Like, you should have got really mad at her when she told you that other guys' dicks were bigger than yours. You know, instead of Absolutely. turning that into something that would turn you on. You know, you should have been like, fuck you. And she probably would respect that. And you guys would probably have really well, great well, sex did, after. I, by the way, just so you know, I oh. did start there. Oh, right? okay. Like, fuck <laughs> you. And then the, fight, the fight turned into... Good sex. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. That's not bad. But right. the fights turned into her kind of bearing her soul a little bit and then they turned into dialogue which turned into questions which you know it just kind of evolved right 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 like I, I get said, it she ended up using it for therapy so I think ultimately it was good I just, yes totally totally yeah have probably, a little have more fights with her less her banging other people <laughs> that would be my advice to you because that's when she opens up to you that's better instead of having her open up to other guys because you know what happens with sex you don't know that she has these guys on the side and then she could connect emotionally you never know you don't want that to happen until you're really ready so if I were you, I'd, I'd give your relationship a little bit more time. Okay. Less sex I'll take that advice to heart. I, I, I really do appreciate that. All right, cool. I'm glad you called in. We're going to, we do, uh, we just started doing this podcast, but we're going to be doing every couple of months or like weeks. Um, what do they call it? Uh, where are they where now? Where are they Sh- now? Yeah, Call yeah, backs. yeah. So we'll, we'll uh, be emailing you. I'll let you know when this goes up and you can listen to it. And then we will, um, be, I'll email you to check in in a couple months and see where you guys are at. Sounds great. All right. All right. Well, I appreciate your guys' time. Good luck right. with everything. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. I liked him. I See, really liked like, him. You know, this is, that's what's so interesting. Oops. That's what's so interesting about, like, surface stuff and why people are so judgmental. Because, you know, you'd read that guy's email and think he's just a pig. I told two girlfriends, like, oh, I'm talking to a guy that wants to see his wife fuck another guy and they're like oh like you know yeah but after talking to him the wife is the pig well she's not even a pig she's a damaged girl no one no, you're right you're right i take that point. back she's not a pig she is a damn she's damaged girl but that's it it was that the biggest onion layer peel by peel story but that's what ever, it was but awesome no but that's why i like doing this and this is why i like yeah. real no, regular I think people because everything isn't is a peel back it's rarely like what it is on the surface it really is you know i think that that guy wasn't even into it like i we you know it was about so many other things and that's what i find interesting i still think he should have banged the neighbor's wife He's not into it. You know, some guys, you know, it's a rare breed. Yeah. But guys like that exist. It's good to know for girls because there are some guys out there that are faithful. It's like a 10 percent. Um, but he's a real faithful. I think he's just a real faithful guy. He's not into it. Yeah. And some I love how he, like I love how she keeps calling him at 55 the old man. <laughs> I thought that was And hilarious. she's 39. It's like, listen. <laughs> that was hilarious. You're fucking. You threw that out there. Give me a break. You're going to have any 40-year-old girl who really hate mail. you. Yeah, yeah. At least you'll get some. I feel like I'm going to get all the hate mail, and you won't. But that was very controversial. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious, though. Considering I'm in my 40s, I don't take offense to because whatever. But yeah, you're right. Um, but she is way older, younger than him, 15 years. Um, 16 years. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. 15, 16 Yeah, years. I thought it was interesting. That's what I love about these calls because you just never know where they're going to go. And these guys on Craigslist, it's like you think it's just like freaks or weirdos, but they're not. They're regular, real people with real stuff. And, you know, sex is always like about sex, but there's always underneath stuff to figure out. And that's the stuff that I like to dig into. Good. Interesting. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. So that's it. Um, I don't know. I've been uh, I don't know who we have for our uh, next call. I think I do. Oh, I'm not talking into the mic. Yeah, I have somebody. Um, that's calling in next week. Let me find his email. Okay, so here's his email. His name is Jimmy. He's 28. He's single. He's looking for love advice. As people say, I'm stuck up, and that's why I'm single. However, I don't see myself acting stuck up. What am I doing wrong? Wait, I thought his name was going to be... 007. No, it is. His email is 007, but he says his name is Jimmy. I prefer 007. I'll see, I'll see what he wants to be called. When Absolutely. He calls but he's just some stuck-up dude. What makes him st- well? We got to ask him that. What makes him stuck up? Who's, I, I who's telling him this? And what per- what stuck up person thinks that they're stuck up? I think like being stuck up means you don't even know it. Like no. I don't know. Like uh, I find it. Are I don't guys know what he stuck means. Up or girls stuck up? No, people say I'm stuck up, and that's why I'm no, still no, no, single. No, 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 no. But can I've never heard someone refer to a guy as stuck up. No, a guy can be stuck up. 
Absolutely. Right. Anyone that's really into themselves stuck up. I think it's like an 80s word, but me, apparently they're using it again. He's <laughs> only he's only 28. So he wasn't even he was really born in the 80s. So obviously that word is back around. It's stuck up and he's supposedly stuck up. And he's not copacetic with it. No, I don't know. We'll talk to him uh, next week. You said tune in. We'll uh, we'll talk to him in a little bit next week. Awesome. <laughs> tune in. Bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.